Welcome to the Connecting Through Technology podcast, a show where business and sales leaders share how they are growing their customer-facing businesses in a digital world. Join us every week as we dive into the strategies on how you can grow your business using technology. The Connecting Through Technology podcast is powered by IntelliCall, video software that connects your customers with anyone in your organization with just one click from your website. Learn more at www.intellicall.com. Welcome to another episode of the Connecting Through Technology podcast powered by IntelliCall. I'm your host, Jonathan Kaur, and today I have the privilege of speaking to Kelly Pritchard, the territory manager for Pape Rents, uh, specifically the heavy equipment rental side division of the company. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Well, let's kick this off right away. You know, specifically like with when it comes to Pape Rents, would you mind describing a little bit, uh, you know, telling us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing at Pape Rents? Yes. Um, I work for Pape Rents and I have a territory down in the Tacoma area. And um, I currently am, uh, my title is a territory manager. So I'm responsible for making sure that the customers who are billed in that area that I manage that relationship with them and support them for all their heavy equipment and rental needs. Awesome. Well said. So, you know, right now we're in the middle of, you know, what's kind of the elephant in the room everywhere with this pandemic and all the implications that that entails. I, I wanted to ask, you know, how is the, uh, the, the Pape, the, the rental side of the business for you guys during this pandemic? And, and also too, how has it changed specifically the way you do your job as a territory manager um, when, in the middle of this pandemic? Yeah, the pandemic has been very difficult. It's definitely a, a huge change from what I've been used to doing and selling over these past 22 years that I've been doing this. Um, so uh, currently right now, the pandemic, um, as far as you know, volume is concerned, volume has, has dipped, but it hasn't dipped immensely. We've had a lower, if, if, if March and April weren't at the lower numbers that they are, um, or were we would be ahead of 2019 oh, wow. in our overall revenue. Okay. So, so to expand a little more on that, I, when, when, when it happened in, in, uh, in March, I ended up calling off, uh, 450 pieces of equipment in one day. Wow. Um, that was a huge, uh, change for, our business and, and immediately it sent us down a unique road and um, focused on trying to recover and get our business back and try to get things back on, on, on pace. So, um, so now was, I was trying to finagle, how, how do we get, how do we connect with our customers when we can't see them face to face, which is how we do 99% of our business. So, so would you mind just kind of, you know, you, you kind of uh, gave us a glimpse of what it was like, you know, towards the, the beginning stages of this pandemic, at least here in the U.S. And now we're nine months into this pandemic. How, like, uh, well, what is the evolution as far as how to, you know, connect with customers? Maybe it's outreach or maybe it's even obviously making sure that all these rentals are, you know, arrive on time and to the right location. What, what does that process look like for you now nine months in? The evolution now is that companies who are currently have job sites that are open are 
way more aware of what it takes to be and try to prevent the spread of the pandemic. Um, for instance, you know, having masks on, uh, getting your temperatures checked, um, making sure that, you know, uh, we're not, we're not the social distancing, uh, keeping, keeping people and equipment spaced apart. So there can't be, you know, two people in one scissor lift, uh, for instance. Um, so, so that's what companies have been doing to adjust for that. Um, so, that that's been a big part of the evolution is is us deciding how how do we get back to work and how do we deal with this and so that kind of evolved over to our team is how does our team handle that and we have just adjusted way our our, our people deliver their equipment uh, with the masks the PPE whatever is necessary and. Um, and we've been getting through it and, and, and jobs are staying open. Even when uh, there's a sickness that's happening, they are shutting down the job for a week, but then we're getting back at it. So it's not a major thing like what it was. I mean, if there was a COVID case back in March, they would have shut the job site down for a month. Right. So things are a little different in that aspect. That's how it's evolved. It's, and people are a little frustrated with it and they, and they want to get back to work. So uh, some people are not abiding by the rules and they're just, doing it and um you know you just kind of have to read each situation as per what's required on what the customer wants yeah and you nail obviously a piece i want to unpack a little bit which you know has to do with customers uh you, you had mentioned your focus on the aerial uh side and the boom scissor lift you know like the, that side of the rental space for pape i wanted to ask you what types of customers do you specifically work with and you know who who's your target audience as far as uh you know ideal customer um we we mainly want to try to focus on the general contractors and the subcontractors that have a need to put anything up in the air so so that'll range from painters to sheet metal to architectural metal to uh, structural steel electricians roofing uh, all, all types of of that type of uh, that that's our target audience yeah okay and uh, you know like uh, specifically when it comes to customers obviously right now I, I wanted to ask you like I, I want to tie these two together with you know I was talking a little bit about the pandemic and customers is what is the what is the conversation just like a general you don't have to go specific but just what are the types of conversations you're having with your customers in order to understand their needs that have for sure changed during this pandemic and and and, and how, how are you navigating that piece? That's a very good question. Um, I think with most situations after being in sales as many years as I have, is I, I try not to talk too much and ask a lot of open-ended questions and let the customers tell us which avenue we need to go. Um, for instance, I'll ask, you know, is there any concerns that, that uh, we should have? Is there anything we could do differently on this job site to make this more, you know, of a, of a better experience when we deliver the equipment? Um, any, any concerns you have as far as our team is concerned? So, yeah, um, it is, we, we, we can adjust our business to whatever the customer needs and to make it work is what, is what bottom line is what we'll do. Yeah. Okay. That, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, one of the things you were mentioning earlier is, you know, 99% of a lot of your, 
uh, business was done face to face, let's say pre pandemic yes. and, and, in, and historically in the construction industry, it's very face to face. You know, you want to meet who, you know, you, you want to meet the person you're going to be doing business with. That's very crucial. But I wanted to ask you, you know, how, how has that process looked like for you now from a digital standpoint, uh, or, or, or maybe even a, a phone or, uh, to connect with potential prospects even during this pandemic and, and having to adjust that way? Well, I, we're always looking to try to grow our business. Um, so first things first, I need to maintain the existing customer base that we have. And, and it's trying to figure out how they're getting their jobs done. Um, I currently have done a couple of job walks with, uh, within Zoom and FaceTime um, without being on the job site, maybe because I wasn't allowed or whatever, or I couldn't make it or whatever the case may be. We've been able to do that, but I have been able to get onto a lot of job sites wearing a mask and uh, following the protocol of whatever the site requires to be able to do job site visits with our existing customers. As far as new customers are concerned and new prospects, um, the going out in the field and knocking on a door is uh, just doesn't work very well with a mask on. Uh, there's a lot of body language involved in a, in a, in a sales uh, communication situation that you know, the first time you meet them, you, you, you can read a lot in how that person is feeling just by their body language and their facial expressions. The mask takes that away. And I've found that, that that's not the best avenue to go. And I've found the better, better approach is to try to arrange a time or try to find out the best way to communicate. And the best ways to communicate have been uh, trying to get the phone, their phone number from the front desk. If I can't get it that way, then um, I can get online, try to find it through Google to get their email address, uh, try to touch base with them through an email can't get it there, then I'll try through LinkedIn and other social networking ways to try to reach out to them and contact them. And, that, and that's been working. We hope you're enjoying today's episode. Here's a quick shout out to today's sponsor. Intellicall is a video software that connects your customers with anyone in your organization with just one click from your website. But in a world filled with video software, why should you consider Intellicall? I'll tell you why using one word, simplicity. IntelliCall allows you to connect via video without downloading any software, sending any meeting IDs, or passwords. On top of that, IntelliCall integrates directly onto your website, so if any customers or prospects want to get in contact with you directly, they can do just that. For more information on IntelliCall or to schedule a demo, please visit us at www.intellicall.com. And now, Back to today's episode. I wanted to unpack that a little bit as far as, you know, sales process and, and, and one of the things you touched on, which is body language, which is super important, especially when you're, you know, reaching out to prospects or connecting with potential prospects or gatekeepers, you know, depending on what yes. stage you're at in that process. You know, uh, you have over 22 years of experience in sales and, you know, working specifically for Pape. What have been some of the, uh, like, tips or, 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 or maybe knowledge or wisdom that you've gained over the year as far as, you know, connecting with prospects that have been really helpful for you, um, especially in the construction industry, since it is a little, you know, sometimes it could be a little bit more, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you got to be thick skin yeah. in the industry. Yeah. Uh, what, what are yeah. some tips as far as connecting, you know, and, and really finding ways to, you know, build rapport and, and, and go through that process? Um, well, pre pre pandemic, um, 
as a member of a lot of organizations um, and networking that way and attending their chapter meetings, um, getting to know these people on a personal level. And, and after getting to know them on a personal level, they get to understand me as a person as well. You, you get through a lot that the, the trust that you build uh, in those, in those meetings can really echo into, into the, obviously into the sales side. So that's what I did a lot was, is I did a lot of chapter meetings. I did a lot of, uh, you know, golfing events. I did a lot of, uh, you know, some travel things. Um, but, but now that COVID has come, it's, uh, it's, it's how do you, how do you maintain that relationship? And I found, I found maintaining that relationship through, um, through emailing and through texting and over communicating, um, you know, before, uh, I may not follow up on a rental that got delivered, but, uh, now I am, I'm following up with, uh, with a text that says, you know, Hey, how did, how did it go? Is there anything we could do better? Um, you know, following up with maybe even going to the job site and, and, uh, taking a picture of the machine at the job site and saying, you know, Hey, this machine looks great on the job site. You know, something that's just kind of unique and different for the customer. Cause a lot of the orders that are placed to me are placed by people that aren't at the job site. They're placed by people, you know, in the office. And so I can show them the machine at work, can show them that I'm there, shows that I'm out and about. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I've done. Um, I've worked really hard to try to build my, uh, my LinkedIn um, over the past six months um, to help with that. Um, because I find that people are, they're looking, you know, you, you could do an email and a text, but then they'll search you on social media to see who you are and what you are and get some of your experience. And I found that through my years of experience, um, the time that I've been out there, um, I'm able to get to that next level pretty fast with a lot of these guys now. Okay. So, so, so would you mind sharing a little bit about, you know, have you seen any results with LinkedIn specifically? You mentioned you're obviously beefing that up, getting more involved there and especially people hear about you, they're going to go look you up. Um, what does that process look like for you from a sales side or maybe even just business development aspect? Well, as on a business development aspect of it, I think is the big portion for us. I mean, there's a lot of new equipment that's coming out being introduced in, in the construction industry, uh, more safety, um, easier equipment to use, um, more, you know, lot more safe, economical, you know, that type of stuff. And in order to be able to get that out to people, um, showing that machine functioning and showing it doing its work um, in an actual operation on a video goes a long way. It, it shows a customer um, way more um, sometimes even than just handing them a brochure and saying, you know, this is that and maybe go look it up yourself on YouTube, right? I mean, this is um, a little more personal and it really ties into exactly what we offer so the people can, can see it and then envision it on their job site so uh recently had to put a machine on the on the uh, on linkedin where a guy saw some value um in it and we're actually going to be delivering it this next monday um first time we've put it on rent first time we put it out and i'm going to be there with them as he operates the machine and we're going to see how successful it can be for him and he's he's giving it a shot but he believes this could be a big thing for him and so it's pretty exciting 
Yeah, that's super exciting. You know, congrats on that piece because that, that like, you know, leveraging the channels and I guess business levers that you have at your disposal. And, and I would say, especially within construction, construction is very visual, like whether it's, you know, the rental side or whether it's the subcontractors or just the GC in general, you you, you want to see what you're building. And so I think that's a practical way of leveraging a tool like video and posting it up on LinkedIn and, you know, potentially driving, you know, if it's not, you know, uh, educating customers or brand awareness, it, it could also lead into, you know, potentially somebody inquiring about renting that product. So that makes sense. I wanted to ask you, so you mentioned you've done a few Zooms or like FaceTime calls, you know, on different projects. I just want to ask you personally, do you like that approach? Uh, I know that it's not, it, it doesn't replace the face-to-face -face interaction. And I, 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 I don't think anything ever will, but I want to ask you from an efficiency standpoint, like, do you see that being a viable option that you guys are going to be incorporating, you know, over the, you know, coming years and uh, as far as being efficient and, and trying to be everywhere in a sense, but being in one location? Um, great question. Um, in the construction industry, um, FaceTime is a better fit for um, a lot of the construction guys. And I use FaceTime not only for doing job walks, but mainly for diagnosing or fixing a problem. Um, in fact, I was on my way here. I got a FaceTime call from a customer in Idaho about a lift they purchased and they could not get it to run. So we switched to FaceTime. I ran through the system with them. They got it running, they're working, and they're happy. Now, if I'd have taken that phone call um, driving down the road, um, their answer to me was, is, Kelly, we're in the lift and we can't get it to work. Okay, that, that, that's not enough info, but that video, we, we, I diagnosed it, fixed it, got it done, got them running in less than five minutes. So, so the, the FaceTime is a, is a big tool. Um, Zoom is mainly more of a, of a, of a comfortable setting. Um, but, but the FaceTime is, is a little bit more helpful in that. And I see that becoming a very big piece of the puzzle for our business as time goes on. I mean, I can, I can see somebody in our dispatch office and they do do it right, but I see more and more of them diagnosing problems right there and understanding exactly what that problem is because a lot of it is human error and it's operator error. It's not the equipment error and that's downtime and that costs people money. And if you can fix that fast and get these guys working, that's where it's at. That is well said. And I actually really like that illustration, you know, in a sense, like you're able to be exactly where they're at, you know, in, in, in a different state, able to diagnose within five minutes. And then, you know, you leave uh, happy because you help your customer. The customer is happy because they don't have this headache or this problem anymore. So that that, that makes uh, a lot of sense. And so as we close out this conversation, Kelly, you know, if people are interested sure. in learning more about you and, and what you're doing at Pape, you know, what are some of the best channels or ways to get in contact with you? Uh, LinkedIn is a great way to communicate with me. It's got, uh, um, it, it'll, it'll touch right base to my, to my phone. So that's great. Um, obviously, um, my cell phone and my, and, uh, my email is great also. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for uh, coming on the show and, you know, sharing some of your, some of the insight as far as, you know, where you're at with your business during this pandemic, how you're adjusting, how you're leveraging other tools and, and really what the ultimate goal of, you know, like, like you said, retaining and, and sustaining the business that you have, but continuing that route of growing your business despite this pandemic. So thank you so much for sharing that with the audience today. 
Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our podcast. Also, if you have any additional questions about the show, please visit us at www.intellicall.com.